Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. That's in a few minutes. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is September 13th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy has been uh, uh, doing Zoom calls from past, uh, conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand, guys. Pradeep? Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah thank you for taking my call. Um, so I'll make it very quick. So my uh, green card was approved uh, last week and I received cards uh, last week and um, the thing is like I had both EB2 and EB3 uh, petitions which uh, were refiled and also interfiled uh, both mm-hmm. things on that. and EB2 485 was approved and um, EB3 there was no action on the EB3 485 but both the 485 J's are approved um, like, you, 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 right now you got the green card approved is right yeah, I just want to make sure if it would be a problem to have both the 485Js approved and EB3 still hanging in there. No, it's not a problem, sir. Okay, yeah. Thank you very much, Rahul. That's all I have. Next person. Lokesh. Yeah, thank, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, <clears throat> my name is Lokesh. My dependents, wife and kid arrived in US uh, in September 2021 on F2 visa. And my status changed to H1B on October 2021. My current employee did not file the H4 change of status until date. And uh, why would he no, file it? You have to file it. Yeah, I requested, but uh, it was not happened with uh, some suggestion. So he now he is suggesting to to leave my dependents to India and come back on fresh uh, H4 application. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, uh, yeah. And uh, we came to know that it's an unlawful presence here and we are reaching the uh, cap limit of one year uh, by the next October 2022. So that leads to inadmissibility to the US. And uh, meanwhile, I got a new job and the new employer is uh, asking to <clears throat> asking to file, the, uh, I mean, he's applying for the H-1B transfer. We came to know that time that the H-4 is, uh, I mean, my dependents are invalid status. So what he is suggesting is uh, get the my current employer uh, apply for the H4 sta- change of status or any some other form of relief, like a non-proton request or something. No, no. So let me tell you. Not- let, let, wait, wait, wait. First of all, your your dependents are not in unlawful status. There is something called unlawful status. There is something called there is something called out of status though. For unlawful status, they have uh, uh, out of status is 
if you violate the status. Unlawful status if you don't have any status. Your dependents, I-94 will say duration of status. So that's considered to be out of status, not unlawful status. They don't have a 10-year bar. You need to have a private consultation with a lawyer, okay? Okay. Get, Let me see uh, if I can... Um, we, I wrote an article on it. I'll see if I can... Yeah, here is an article I have written on it. I want you to read it. If you want consultation, you can do so. I'm going to send you that article to you, okay? Okay, thank you. So, do we need to stay here, or we can need to leave him? No, she still need to go to. She still need to go to India and get the stamping done. Next person, yeah, thank you. Sapna, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, so, my question is with regards to my father-in-law. He is a. Um, he has his green card, and we are planning to apply for his citizenship soon. Can he stay for more than six months in India on medical grounds? Say around seven months. Is that doable? Uh, let me ask you this question. In the past five years, how much time he stayed physically in the United States? Uh, for COVID, he was here for about one and a half years. You did not answer. I did, you did not answer my question. I don't have in the, the exact past. Details. Okay, mm -hmm. you need to have the exact. Do okay. you have approximate figure? He must have stayed for about uh, three and a half years. Here in USA? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, he can still go outside the country after the citizenship application. I strongly recommend he should spend less than 180 days to come back. If it's more than 180 days, you okay. can, but there are a lot of hula hoops that you need to do it. I would have him spend less than 180 days, ma'am. Okay, got it. And uh, if if at all, uh, for some reason, there is an actual medical thing that he's, you know, going through, uh, uh, would that create a problem? In uh, yeah, it, it, will create, it will create a problem. Okay, got it. Thank you so much. Arvind? Uh, yeah, hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my uh, EB3 I-140 was approved probably 18 months back and my 485J for uh, EB2 conversion was approved two months back and I got a medical RFE. I responded some 10 weeks back. Okay, Still, there was no uh, update on my case. Is there anything which I should do? What's the priority date? Uh, Jan 2013. Nothing can be done right now. Just hold on. The projects are not current. They cannot do anything. No, I know, I know, I know. Why, I mean, I, I'm just trying to understand why it was not touched earlier. Is there anything I should do once it becomes current? current? Your EB3 140 has been approved, is it right? Yes, yes, it is approved. Yeah. Nothing, nothing can be done. Next person, please. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for the uh, taking my call, Rahul. Uh, my perm with my current employer got approved like last week before the bulletin came. And uh, my EB2 priority date from my old employer is April 2014. And uh, my attorney says that uh, they will file the I-40 and I-140 and I-485 concurrently. So is there any chance for me to get a visa number uh, like if they file it before September 30th now? And uh, that's my question. What and are you smoking? Yeah, I, I don't know. Right? <laughs> are you smoking any no, weed I'm or not something? Smoking no, anything. No, we said, okay. No, 
visa number will not be allocated. ASAP, file ASAP. Otherwise, you may have to wait for 10 years to file the 485. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to send all my documents to my employer's attorney and they're filing it, the I-114 and 485. And uh, one more thing, additional information is I already, I, I, I'm married to a U.S. citizen mm -hmm. and uh, my wife is U.S. citizen and I already filed for uh, all the uh, I-130 and I-485 and I finished my biometrics. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm kind of like, uh, I applied for my family-based green card and waiting on it. And my EB2, I'm applying through my employer. So I don't know which one will come faster. So I'm on that situation i don't know if it affects uh, my case. i don't i don't know why you're filing the 485 she already filed the 485 i don't know i don't see the reason for it so okay. so you're saying i should not file the employment based 485 i don't see a reason for it unless you have some doubts about your marriage i don't see a reason for it oh okay. No, I don't have any okay. doubts about my marriage. I, I don't know which one will come faster, the employment-based or family-based. 90%, 95% of the time, it's going to be family-based. Family-based? Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank Next you, Rahul. Person. Arun? Uh, thanks, Rahul, for taking this question. Uh, currently, I'm on H4. Uh, recently, uh, the H1 cap lottery picked up and I applied for the change of status. Uh, and also lately, uh, my spouse's I-140 is also approved. Uh, my question here is, uh, should I apply for H-4 EAD? Uh, what happens if the H-4 EAD approves before H-1B gets approved? Or what happens if the EAD gets after H-1B gets approved? So what should I do here? When is your H-1, H-4 expiring? My H-4 is expiring in 2024. Your H-4 EAD has no... You're going to only apply for H4 EAD, not H4, is that right? Correct. H4, I already have H4, so H4, only yeah. H4 EAD. Your EAD will not have any negative impact or positive impact on the H1B. The reason is that okay. mm -hmm. if you apply for H4, though, then it will have a, whichever is approved latest will work. When it comes to EAD, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely apply for EAD for you. The reason is that who knows? Mm -hmm. Later on, you may decide, oh, I don't want to use the H-1B. I want to use the H-4EAD. You can go to okay. Mexico and come back and switch back to H-4EAD. So I will apply for H-4EAD. And it will not have okay. any impact. Once your H-1B approves on October 1st, you will be considered to be an H-1B. Even if the EAD approves afterwards or before. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. Thanks so much. Ryan? Hi, Rahul. Uh, yes, sir. For me, my H1 got approved until 2025 and for my wife, I applied the H4 extension and H4 EAD in July and her I-94 got expired in August. So if she go to India and get stamped, because currently her I-94 got expired, right? And if she go to India and come back, can she work on the H4 EAD extension receipt. When, when was the H4 EAD expired? It got expired last month. And before that, she filed an extension? Yes. Okay. You know the Mexico rule, but that's not applicable right now. You know that, is it right? Yes. You know the Mexico rule. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She can go to India, get the stamping done, 
and she will be able to work for 540 days after the year expired. But if she come back, uh, do we have to reapply the EAD or what? No, you don't have. To. You don't have to reapply for the EAD. The EAD will be adjudicated, approved. Approved. Okay. Thank you. Spandana? Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. I have H four EAD, so I I got a full time job and I also got one uh, uh, W two contractor position. So I am currently thinking of working for both the jobs at a time. So, but my question is, um, uh, do I need to tell any of my employers regarding my second job? If not, uh, will there be any complications on a tax filing or anything in future? I can only tell you about immigration law, ma'am. You're under no obligation to tell the other employer. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, will now, they find out uh, regarding my second job uh, in future? In case because uh, right now uh, in my agreement there is a clause stating that uh, if you are uh, if you are doing a second job you should be telling us. But but is it okay to not tell them and uh, you know? Uh, I don't. I am not going to answer your question on the contracts. I'm going to mm -hmm. only answer your questions on the immigration. You'll have okay. to contact somebody else. I'm not the proper person for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. Hey Rahul, thank you for taking my call. And just sure, continuation to my last discussion, Rahul. Uh, I have refiled my entire EB2 applications along with my daughter and family, and my application mm -hmm. reaches USCIS on. Uh, 8th of this month in the morning. So do you think now mm -hmm. my daughter's age is locked? I can say with confidence. Yeah, absolutely. My, yeah. And even I, approved. your daughter yes. is still under 21 under the CSB mm -hmm. age. 485 has been filed. Final action date is current. Yes, she's locked. Yeah. And just love one last question, Rahul. I interfile also and I got my EAD in EB3. We all got EAD in EB3. Can we switch over to EB3 EAD now and our EB2 will still continue where my daughter is? This long? I, don't, I, I don't see any problem in switching to EB3 EAD. Okay, then we will. Then I will ask my daughter to convert from F1 to EB3 now. She doesn't have to be on F1 anymore then. Okay, sounds good then. Thank you. Oh yeah, thank you, Rahul. Thank you very much for good the night. application. Thanks, Rahul, for taking my question. Uh, my question is... Um, you know, I am stuck in India with the uh, administrative processing uh, on my H-1B visa and I have uh, submitted all the documents requested by the USCIS and uh, US Embassy. So I'm waiting uh, on my uh, approval, but I don't get the response in spin three months uh, after the submission of the requested documents. Yeah, there, um, give me one second. I give me one. Uh, you can contact us. There is a. I'll give you a link. Okay. Sure, sure. And is there a way that I can loop in my attorney or, uh, uh, you know, HR into the administrative processing of my visa? Uh, I want you to watch this video and there is a link provided in there. You may want to sue, uh, you may want to join the litigation our law office is doing on these kind of cases, okay? I'll send you the okay. link. Okay, sure, thank you. One second, next person please. I'll send you the link 
uh, in the next two minutes, okay? <clears throat> so, and also, sir, last thing, I have a U.S. citizen, um, and son. No, that, so won't, he also that won't make it. And that won't make any difference. Okay, thank you. Keep learning. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have a two questions regarding the visiting visa. And actually in um, W2, um, uh, sorry, in uh, what DS-160 form, I selected like B2 visa for my aunt last time. And they approved like B1 slash B2 visa in the stamping. And then this time I'm confused. Do I have to select B1 slash B2 or just a B2? Um, because I selected B2 and then they gave B1 slash B2 last time. That's always the do it. When you select as a B2, they'll always say B1, B2. Select B2 again. Oh, okay, okay. So can anyone can drop the documents in the Dropbox location? Because I heard like, you know, anybody mm -hmm. can go and drop it. Drop it. Anybody, I don't can know, drop. Sure. Anybody, anybody can drop it. So this time also we have to prepare all the documents that we prepared, like initially, like letters, base that, drafts, W2. That is, that is right. That is right. Oh, okay. Not just uh, DS-160 confirmation and appointment letter. That's right. Okay, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate Next person, please. Naveen. Um, uh, hi, hi, Rahul. I have a question. So, um, originally I have came came to US on L1A. Uh, recently, you know, uh, my H1 is picked and application processed and status change also uh, approved. A uh, few, I mean, nearly two months back, I applied a status change for my wife and two kids. But unfortunately, I have received a receipt number for Wi-Fi and kid one, one uh, another one. My son, uh, uh, the application was missed, and we we are not able to re we we are not received the receipt number. I try to reach out to UC USCIS multiple times, but there is no proper response. The question what do you, mean, do you need filed for wife and two kids. Yes, five three nine. I will. And you only received for one kid, not the other kid. Yes, correct. But in the form you have the kids, both the kids there. Correct. Yeah, that's that's not an issue though, but you have filed all the documents attached with it. Correct. Just in case, I don't think so, it should be fine. Just file one more uh, H4 as a defense though. Okay, sure. Thanks, thanks. Manjunath. Hi, hi Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hey, this is Manjunath. Uh, I think we did. Uh, I did talk uh, talk with you on last uh, Thursday. I, I completed my uh, GC interview in uh, Houston field office. Um, what will be my status for 485J and 485? Uh, they said that I don't. You don't have a. Uh, I did a route of visa numbers for allocation. You are in adjustment of status. That is your status. Okay, then there, there's no direction on 485J, whether it is approved or moved or anything. 485J like has no meaning. Some of the people approve 485J. Some of the people don't approve 485J. Some of the people mm -hmm. get the green card without 485J. Some of the people get it after. 485J, it's not a mandatory thing to be approved. Okay. So will we, is this still considered to be on EB3 since I downgr downgraded or is still considered to be EB2? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. And what's the prediction okay. on uh, Twitter? Yeah, yeah, I have a priority date on 2013, Ju July 16th. I so, want you to uh, keep watching our videos every week and every week the prediction changes. Every day the okay. prediction changes. Next question. Thank you. Please. Thank you very much. Sure. Yes.
Hi, I'm, uh, I'm in L2 dependent currently in the US and I've applied for I-45 uh, advanced parole in India altogether alongside my father who is on L1A status and uh, I have to leave within I can't 15 hear, days. I can't hear you properly, Kushar. Um, let me see. Uh, can you hear me now? Is that better? A little bit better. So you filed for it five as a dependent, as a child yes, of sir. L1, okay? And then what happened? Yes. And I have to leave within 15 days uh, for the UK because I'm a student there to start my academic year as I'm required to be there this year in, in person. And okay. uh, my question is that if I travel to the UK using my L2 visa and my father's green card comes while I'm abroad um, and my green card application is not approved um, before his green card comes, will I forfeit my I-485 application? Yeah, you will. Okay. And um, another question I had is, if I leave the U.S., uh, will my advanced parole application be denied before it's approved? Yes, it'll be denied. Okay. And um, is there any way to expedite my advanced parole beyond calling the help desk and asking for an expedited? I don't know if any way of doing it. Okay. Okay. You need to pick your choice, whether you want to get the education in there or you want to get the green card. You have to pick one choice. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Next person. Yeah. I would pick green card though. Hello. Next person. Yes, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, so the question I have is, I have changed my name recently, both first and last name on my Indian passport and also on my H-1B immigration document. What is uh, your first name, ma'am? My Before first name. Before and now. Okay. Before it was Tara. Tarakeshwari, and now it changed to Shrika. And my last name before it was Paladgu, and now it changed to Jadaiga. So I got uh, my name changed, both first and last, on my passport and H1B. Um, Is Jadaiga but... your husband's name? Yes. So, um, okay. and Tarakeshwari, to what? How did you change the first name? First name, uh, so when I requested for the name change in the passport uh, embassy, uh, Indian embassy, they asked me to um, put the paper ad, you know, uh, f uh, file the paper uh, advertisement. Where did, where, did, where did you do that? Uh, one in Charlotte Observer and one in India, Deccan Chronicle. So both right. with that, those two documents, uh, they could uh, change my name on the Indian passport. You just put the ad or you put the, you went to the court to get it done though? No, I didn't go to the court. Uh, I just put the advertisements, filed the advertisements. What, what about what about in uh, what about in India? Did you do anything in the gazette? Uh, no, no, sir. I haven't. Uh, I, I didn't go to India at all um, after I came to US. So I didn't put it on gazette. It was just a paper ad on uh, Deccan Chronicle. So now when I went to the SSN office uh, for the name change on my social security card, uh, they are requesting for the court order of name change. Um, yeah, and you have to get now, the court order. You have to get the court order, man. Okay. Uh, when I went to court uh, to, to have the name changed, they are asking for the um, birth certificate, which I don't have from here. Um, and uh, even from India, that wouldn't have my name because usually in India, it is like baby of... Uh, so and so father's name and mother's name right did you tried it or you're just making it up no that's how it is on my birth certificate which India. state you are from uh, uh andhra pradesh 
you can you can request them with the name ma'am if you give okay. them the aadhar card pan card and all those things they'll give you the name certificate they will change the birth certificate with your name on it i see okay so with that indian birth certificate would i be able to acquire the uh, court order from us from charlotte yes you can okay so that that was my question so my birth certificate from india works here yes and do i really need That's the birth certificate sir or uh, uh, would they consider my passport and i don't i don't know you need to you need to check with your lawyer there in north carolina though you need to go with a law firm though don't do it by yourself Okay. Uh, don't go by yourself okay okay sir and any referrals or would you guys be uh, no i don't uh, have any reference i don't have any reference in north carolina okay and do you guys service like uh, name change no ma'am no ma'am next person please ravi hi hi rahul uh, yeah my name is ravi so uh, recently mine and my spouse's i485 online case status changed from new card produced to card was ma- mailed the status which got skipped was case was approved i checked in the history also it was not there is it fine or uh, we already received a when courtesy did... approval notice so yeah. that's it yeah. you're good you're good okay okay we, we are waiting for the green card so but it doesn't matter if the status doesn't record on online as case was approved if it is that's is fine, that fine? next person okay. that is fine thank sir. you vishal hi rahul <clears throat> this is vishal so i have an approved eb2 with my previous employer with the priority date of august 2014 and currently i am with a new employer where perm is not approved yet and it might still take 7 8 more months so and i remember you mentioned one time that new employer can still use previous employer's approved i140 to file adjustment of status through i485 supplementary or something so i wanted to make sure it applies to this situation as well where my perm is not approved with the new employer and i can still tell them to file for my adjustment of status before 30th september wait, wait, wait let me understand yeah you have an i140 approval what's the priority date august 2014 and with company a and you are working with company b now yes and perm is in process right now and you did not file the 485 no because i was going with your pre- assumption that you know you need you, sh- you should try with your previous employer if they can give you your offer letter or something so i was not going so through that previ- the previous employer is not willing to help you right now or is he willing to help you no they might not will willing to help me i know that so that's why i didn't try yeah. it so no you can't file a 485 unless the form is approved with employer b okay i will have to wait for it to approve before i can do anything yes the only thing is exemption is that um the only exception is that when um the only exception is that when the only exception is that if the previous employer is willing to cooperate otherwise you you don't have an option okay okay thank you next sandhya? person please sandhya hi rahul uh thanks for this opportunity so my question is um uh both my dependents um, are in india both are in h4 dependents and uh, my husband has uh, his visa stamped but my uh, daughter has uh, advance parole so can both of them travel on different visas back to usa uh who is the main applicant you or your husband i am the main applicant and i am in us And, and both the dependents are in India. You you still maintain the H one B? 
Yeah, I'm still maintaining the H-1B. I don't see any problem in your husband traveling an H-4, your daughter traveling an H- advanced for all. I don't see any problem. Okay, thank you. And one more question. So my daughter, uh, uh, in, uh, in case she wants to go for H-4, uh, because of the slots and availability, we were just checking. If she I goes- am not going to waste I don't waste my time on going to stamping. There's no need for you. Oh. Okay. And my okay. husband has, before he went to US, he has filed EAD, but that got denied because he he's, uh, his H4 got denied because he went to um, uh, India. He had to go to India. H4 extension. Did, did H4 extension got denied, but EAD right. got denied too? Yeah. EAD extension also got denied. Why? He, they said that because of the H4 extension being denied. So maybe how once long, he... How long, how long has been here in India though? He has been there for about five, six months now. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He so can come back once he comes EAD back, he has, to, uh, he has to file EAD extension, right? That's right now. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. I'm good. He can he file the adjustment of status EAD too if he has not filed. Next person. Yeah, please. he hasn't filed yet. Sure. P. Kumar. Last person today, guys. I'm not going to answer any questions that are coming in the chat, guys, today. I have another Zoom call. Go ahead, Mr. P. Kumar. No, you have to unmute yourself, Mr. P. Kumar. Yeah. Now, is it good? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a typical case of 485 denial, sir. Uh, I applied downgraded to EB3, uh, 485 applied, and then, uh, you know, these guys sat on it for one year. So, this July... Um, uh, they actually denied my case saying I'm not eligible under EB2. So while my both 140, uh, EB3 and EB2 are approved. So I've been, uh, so I've submitted my motion wait, uh, and I'm just waiting. Yeah. Uh, so in meantime, my attorney told me apply under EB2 again, uh, you know, have a refiling done there also. So, so we just put our foot in. Uh, but otherwise these guys sat on it for like one year and now, no, no EAD, no Why? AP. Yeah, that seems to be definitely error from them. It's a, so this this is a, uh, actually concurrent filing under EB3. So this guy simply, yeah. so it's a, Oak, uh, it's a Oakland Park, California office, I think, field office. So from Nebraska transferred and this guy was lazy not to link it. And now yeah. simply sat on it. Yeah, I know what you're speaking. Um, I know what you're speaking. Um, it's good that your lawyer told you to refile. Uh, I can only say that you're in a safe hands. That's all I can tell. Nothing wrong with your yeah. lawyer. Uh, so uh, one one question is uh, what these stupid to guys. These stupid guys don't even issue. These stupid guys don't even issue an RFE. I don't know sir, where uh, they come up with this. Sir, I I went through the senator. I went through. Uh, yeah, I got it. I got it. You I know, got a it, standard thirty it. days, ninety days, standard ninety yeah. days notice comes up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're in a good hands. Follow your law. Okay. No, 180 right. days. I, I'll be very conservative. We'll start from the time. File it ASAP. Okay. Sure. We'll do that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you then.
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.